of Goddess Entrepreneur. A goddess entrepreneur sees her business as a spiritual devotion and service to the collective. In this podcast, you can expect to learn all about feminine-led business and specifically online business. Here we see entrepreneurship as the path to self-mastery and liberation. I'm your host, Mari Grace Theory, and today I want to talk to you about vulture medicine because to me vulture is the animal totem for goddess entrepreneurs and not many people know that the vulture is a huge symbol of the goddess and of the queens vulture is so powerful and our friend vulture has so many magical messages for us In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing a different piece of medicine from Vulture for each of the chakras. So get ready to take mental notes or even physical notes because this is some good wisdom. But first, I want to talk about the legacy of Vulture, its iconography, its timelessness, its power. Now in ancient Egypt, The Egyptian vulture was the sacred animal of the ancient pharaohs, and its appearance is immortalized in the Egyptian hieroglyphic alphabet as the letter A. Since the ancient Egyptians thought that all vultures were female and were spontaneously born from eggs without the intervention of a male, they linked these animals to purity and motherhood. In actuality, both genders just happen to have the same appearance, the only difference being that female vultures are actually larger. Nonetheless, they were held sacred to the mother goddess Isis. They were also elevated to the rank of deity in their own right as Nekbet, patron of Upper Egypt and nurse of the pharaoh. The priestesses of Nekbet wore garments of white vulture feathers, and the goddess herself was often portrayed as a vulture-headed woman. Her wings spread to provide protection, a circlet in her claws, the shen, a symbol of infinity. Her teachings were linked to the eternal cycle of death and rebirth because of the vulture's role in the food chain as a scavenger and its supposed parthenogenesis. Nekbet was venerated as the mother of mothers who existed from the beginning. Parthenogenesis, if you're not familiar with that term, is the process of creating life without a male, aka immaculate conception or virgin birth. Although the vultures carry the most weight in ancient Egyptian mythology, they are also important in other cultures. They appear in stories in Greece, the Balkans, Turkey, and Bulgaria. There's even a story about a vulture saving Muhammad from the claws of a golden eagle. And so this is an important bird in many, many cultures. And vulture also appears in the Bible, of course. And (laughs) 
This makes me laugh. As usual, very misinterpreted in the Bible. It is only mentioned as a unclean bird that should not be eaten. Well, in actuality, vulture is a very clean animal as its feathers are disinfected by the UV light of the sun during flight and its stomach acid kills off any bacteria that it might have ingested. In spite of this unfair reputation, this animal wasn't considered all bad. In fact, its name contains the root for love. Since these birds are almost always seen in mated pairs, the Hebrew thought of them as committed to each other. Its feeding habits also reveal another aspect of this creature, its intelligence. The Egyptian vulture seems to have a somewhat curious expression to its eyes, and it is in fact a smart animal, being one of the few birds to use tools. When a vulture finds a large egg, it looks for a stone that it can hold in its bill, and it will repeatedly slam it against the egg until it cracks. Vultures have also been observed using twigs as tools to spin wool that they use for the lining of their nests, further showing that bird-brained should really be changed into a compliment. It's saddening to me that such an amazing animal and one that bears such a cultural significance throughout history is currently being threatened by human activities. In the last 50 years, there's been a really sharp decline in its numbers and the Egyptian vulture is currently in the IUCN red list of threatened species. The population of these birds has halved since 1980. The causes of this lightning-fast disappearance have to do with pesticide poisoning, lead poisoning, collision with wind turbines, poorly designed power lines, the use of antibiotics in cattle, poaching, and habitat destruction. A few conservation projects have been started, and the Egyptian vulture is a protected species under many legislations. However, seeing how quick its decline is and how it's not stopping, these efforts are not nearly enough. And if this trend is not reversed, there's a very real chance that all that will be left of this beautiful animal will be ancient myth. Although I sure hope not. It's my hope that you will have a newfound love and reverence for these powerful beings after listening to this episode. Most people think that the vulture is associated with death, but for the most part, the messages that the vulture gives us doesn't have much to do with death. They're actually very beautiful. A lot of the time people will look up into the sky and see a vulture soaring and think, that is so beautiful. And then they learn that it's a vulture, and they might shudder a bit. But let me tell you, please get rid of that last reaction, because they are so beautiful, and they have really powerful medicine, especially powerful for us, who are goddess entrepreneurs. Hollywood has also really painted this picture of the vulture as something that is waiting for something else to die, that can swoop in and eat the remains. We see them hunched over a grave or a graveyard or waiting for an animal that's about to die so that they can dig in. But that is such a small aspect of the multifaceted bird that is vulture. So as I said, I have some wisdom from vulture for all the chakras. 
First up, we have the root chakra. Now, the wisdom that Vulture has for your root chakra is that you must be resourceful. Vulture is a scavenger, remember? When we look to the vulture and we look to the medicine that they share, it's to not be wasteful. So when you look at the vulture and you see that they literally clean up nature, they provide such a powerful role for ecosystems that they're a part of by making sure that the microbes and the bacteria that can hurt other animals are instead eaten by them. They have really strong acids in their stomach to digest those really quite dangerous chemicals of decomposition. They have the power to transmute that into energy for themselves. So that's the reason that the idea of resourcefulness and not being wasteful comes into play and is the vulture medicine for your root, for your foundation. Because when you're an entrepreneur, You have to learn how to manage money. You need to be financially literate. You need to know how to budget, how to spend money on your business, pay taxes, open bank accounts, the foundations. And what I found is that as women, we don't really keep track of our money. And the best example that I can think of right now in this moment is how many of us probably have a subscription to a service that's, you know, 10 to 20 bucks a month that you don't use anymore. So to honor Vulture and your root chakra, I want you to pick through all the transactions in your bank account and let go of any subscriptions that you're no longer using or barely using instead of just leaving it there, not canceling it for months and months and months and continuing to pay for something that you're not using. And this isn't a one-time thing. It's a constant maintenance for the nourishment of your finances in your business. You need to routinely pick through everything and make sure that you're not being lazy. Do you have a budget for your business? Are you spending and not keeping track of it? Do you have a personal budget? If you have a partner, I highly encourage you to sit down and have the uncomfortable money talk and get real about what's going on in your financial situation. And you got to be real. The vulture is pretty real. (laughs) It doesn't get more real than eating death because that's simply what you've got. Now that we have the online world, we have the coaching industry and all these things is that we also have this concept of throwing money at things and not using them, buying a course and not taking it, paying overinflated prices for a mentor that actually isn't doing anything for you. The vulture takes care of all the death in their environment and they use it and they recycle it. They are resourceful and they are not wasteful. If you want to rise into the highest version of goddess entrepreneur, then you must be resourceful and you must not be wasteful. This is a huge pillar that the vulture totem is bringing to you now. They're not very aesthetically pleasing when they're on the ground, but they're incredibly beautiful when they're soaring up in the sky. So I just want to remind you that as you traverse entrepreneurship, there may be things that are not cute. But once you've taken care of the parts that are uncomfortable to face or not that pretty, then you can take a step back, take a bird's eye view and see the beauty of how everything's working together. So this is the medicine that the vulture is bringing to your root. And as you invite the vulture into your life, I know that there will be a lot of things that show up and you'll see just by invoking vulture and listening to this episode, you're bringing that frequency into your awareness. 
not just the vulture totem as an animal, but as a totem for the goddess specifically. I know that there are things that are going to start to show up and I would love to hear about it. So definitely share with me as you feel called, as you listen to all the different medicine that Vulture has for your different energy centers. If anything comes up, I would love to hear about it. So the medicine that Vulture is bringing to your sacral chakra is the concept of soaring. Vultures ride thermals. If using her energy wisely, Vulture can float for hours without flapping its wings even once. It doesn't waste its internal resources trying to get somewhere. It doesn't try to force prey to appear. It just knows that when prey shows up, it will find its way there. And so for many of us, this resonates with our lack of trust. Most of us have a very hard time trusting that what we want is going to come. If we just tell the universe that we want it, and then we tell the universe that we're open to receiving guidance, and we ask how to receive it, that's one thing. But what we usually do instead is say, this is what I want, but I don't know how to get it. And so we start to worry about it, or we start to try to force something into being that isn't ready. And it's really hard to force something into being. In fact, I'm sure you've noticed what happens when you try too hard to push something into existence, and it isn't happening. That's the universe's way of telling you that you're not meant to have it at this time or you're not ready for it. The few times where I was foolish enough to try to force something, I ended up losing it because I wasn't ready for it. And the process was really quite painful. So what Vulture tells us to do is to put it out there, say, universe, we want it. And now we're going to wait and we're going to soar. And then we're going to be blissful while we're waiting. And we know that when it's time, we will put every ounce of our energy into moving toward it and we'll get it. So vulture, interestingly enough, is one of the only birds that can fold its wings above a certain altitude. So when it does flap its wings, it gives this incredibly powerful forward thrust. And it also does this fold like a dive so that it can really move quickly toward what it wants. It's like the moment it catches the scent, it's on it. And so what it's telling us here is that we know that when we do receive the guidance from the universe about what it is that we're supposed to do, then we will do it. And it's going to get us where we need to go very quickly. And many of us, while we're waiting for this thing that we want to manifest, the best thing that you can do is really sit down and make a list of what you can actually do in that in-between You have to know when to surrender to life's currents and focus on what you can do. Like Vulture does. Vulture's like, all I can do is soar right now. (laughs) And so what can you do to soar to maintain your position so that you will be in the perfect position when it's time to fold the wings and get there quickly? When it's time for that alignment to hit, when it's time for your desire to manifest. The medicine that Vulture has for your solar plexus is about body image and wingspan, both figuratively and metaphorically. And also being aware of the truth of something in spite of its appearance. Vulture is asking you to pay attention to that. And Vulture has a really beautiful and loving message to share with those of us who are body image conscious. Most of us, especially women, we grew up with this body image that we witnessed these 
beauty standards on TV and movies that we believed we needed to adhere to. And as adult women, we're well aware of the pressure that we may place on ourselves or force ourselves into a certain package that fits what we believe or what society considers to be beautiful. And now if you look at Vulture, you see it's got this blocky black body and these ugly naked feet and this slick pink head. And when you see it up close, you might think it's creepy or gross, but when you see it in the air, as I mentioned, it's extraordinary. It has this amazing wingspan And the way that they soar and then the way that they circle is breathtaking. When they fly, they're so beautiful and everybody assumes it must be something else. It must be a more dignified bird, more appropriate than a vulture. It must be a hawk, but really it's a vulture. So one of the things that vulture teaches us here is that our value is not in how we appear physically. It's in who we are and what we do. Vultures are really valuable. They are nature's great recycler. Without them, our roads and forests would be crowded with all sorts of unsightly dead creatures. We really do need them. They give us this beautiful picture when they're up there in the sky. So I want you to think about all the people we may see out there in the world who are the opposite of vulture. Up close, they're beautiful but when you zoom out and look at their actions as a whole, it's actually quite ugly. Or how we are seeing things in social media is that we are kind of zoomed out. We are seeing the highlight reel. We're seeing, you know, the highly curated field. But when you zoom in, it actually is ugly, okay? So when we're experiencing that type of thing, like we're experiencing a person, this can happen in multiple different ways. You can judge somebody as beautiful physically, but then they are maybe ugly inside or you could judge someone as ugly physically when really they're beautiful inside so these are some things that vulture is wanting you to think about because in reality we need to you know quote unquote judge people based on their energy the medicine that vulture has for your heart interestingly enough is smell no matter where you are you are likely being subtly and not so subtly influenced by scent It is believed that an astonishing 75% of the emotions we generate on a daily basis are affected by smell. And because of this, it is believed that we are 100 times more likely to remember something that we smell over something that we see, hear, or touch. This is why I associate vultures' sense of smell with the heart chakra. There have actually been a lot of studies about scent proving that really no other sense has the power to influence us and transport us the way that scent can. The actual mechanism in the brain that enables us to recreate sensory experiences from memory shows that scent connects us with the part of our brain where information about space and time is stored. Aromatherapy is a centuries-old practice. So what does this have to do with vulture? Vultures have an extremely acute sense of smell. Now, we as goddesses can receive psychic messages through scent. You can smell an opportunity. You can smell a fake. Vulture is asking you to develop and trust in your sense of smell and also to use the power of scent to activate your mental sharpness. Use scent in your prayers and devotion. 
pay attention to smell. Now, obviously, you can have an actual psychic experience with smell, like a person can smell like a plate of freshly baked cookies, or you might find that a person smells rotten, (laughs) or you don't like the way someone's cologne smells or their natural body odor smells. Now, that is a signal right there, right? When you are experiencing psychic smell, it's called clear olfaction. So clear olfaction can manifest as a very deep gut hunch as well, where your gut will tell you very loudly whether or not it wants you to do something or trust someone. And there might be very visceral experiences of memory where you can remember details in a really, really clear way based on smell. Or you might get a whiff of a smell and a memory comes back. So vulture is telling you to pay attention to the memories that surface and to also trust your gut hunches to trust your sense of smell. The medicine that vulture has for your throat chakra is that actions speak louder than words. Vultures don't call, sing, or make any notable vocal sounds. They don't have a voice. However, vultures do pass silent signals back and forth to each other through nonverbal communication through body language while they're flying. They talk to each other through body language. So vulture is asking you to pay attention to people's nonverbal cues. Pay attention to that sensation that even though someone is telling you one thing, they actually feel or mean or do something else because actions speak louder than words. Now remember the intro and outro to this show, be a goddess, be a queen, do what you say and say what you mean. That is a mantra for you to always make sure that you do what you say you're going to do and you say exactly what you mean. And as you practice more with your voice, you will actually speak less. You will only say what's important. You will let your actions speak for you. The medicine that Vulture has for you in your third eye is the gift of auric sight. Vultures can visually see heat rising from the earth. They can see the auras of the different temperatures and that's the path they follow. They soar and glide on thermals, not having to use their own energy to get where they need to go. So Vulture is asking us to use our sight to truly see where our opportunities lie and where the path is already paved for us. Use both your visual sight, your your physical sight, and your psychic sight to see the auras of where to go next. Vultures also physically have excellent vision. It's eight times stronger than humans, and it would need to be so that they can spot prey dying miles away and go over to that site. Vulture reminds us to pay attention to any guidance that you may be receiving in a visual fashion. What things are you seeing that keep showing up over and over again? Don't glance over these things because you've seen them time and time again. Trust that there's a message for you here. And finally, the medicine that Vulture has for you in your crown chakra is devotion and transcendence. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, vulture populations are on the decline and are in need of our devotion and stewardship. 
be on the lookout for a symbol of vulture to add to your altar. This can be an actual vulture feather or a statue of a vulture or a statue or image of Isis or Maat. And when you give this bird energy by channeling the medicine that I've discussed today, you are honoring this totem. I invite you to bring vulture into your daily devotions in one way or another. If any of these particular chakras need vulture medicine, start there. You know, if you need to go through your finances with a fine tooth comb, invoke vulture. If you're trying to see the truth of a situation and you need to activate your psychic sight, invoke vulture. Or if you don't know where to start, just start with your root and work your way up the chakras. Let vulture medicine penetrate all of your energy centers to activate the goddess within you. When you do this, you will have access to transcendence. Transcendence refers to the idea of surpassing the material or physical realm to connect with a higher divine or spiritual reality. Through devotional practices, you can experience union with the divine or a sense of oneness with the universe. Consistent devotional practices allow us to transcend the limitations of the self to attain a higher state of consciousness or awareness. As goddess entrepreneurs, we are destined to go beyond ordinary boundaries, limitations, or experiences to reach higher states of being. You may have other animal totems or goddess guides that also aid you on this path. However, I invite you to wholeheartedly welcome vulture medicine into your life. Vulture is here to support the goddess. Thank you for listening. I'd love to hear how this vulture medicine lands for you. Blessings to you and yours. And I'll see you next time.